Welcome to the Marketing Edition of B2B Nation, part of the Technology Advice Podcast Network. Today on the show, we have Suja Patel. He is the co-founder of Content Marketer and Anero. So excited to chat about growth hacking, content marketing, and building a personal brand. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Sujin. Yeah, thanks for having me. Super excited to be on here. Yeah, for sure. And we'll just jump on in here. I want to hear, uh, how would you define growth hacking, Sujin? Yeah, so, you know, growth hacking to me is is really uh, something really simple. It's it's more of a it's more of a kind of fundamental process and, and kind of mindset more than anything else. So the simple answer is growth hacking is, is is that mindset where you are constantly thinking about user acquisition, um, increasing your lead funnel trials, and pr- primarily around uh, generating revenue rather than kind of brand and awareness and things like that. Now those may play a factor into growth hacking, but really um, growth hacker is, or growth hacking is a process of iterating on, on acquisition, finding weaknesses, testing those, improving those, and constantly kind of uh, having that funnel or structure around fixing and improving your funnel and, uh, and acquisition process. Perfect. And I want to sort of break this down sort of by parts here. So uh, we'll get to growth in a second, but but why why hacking? Is this sort of like a shortcut to, to growing quickly? Where does the, the term hacking come into play here? Yeah, so, uh, you know, when, when you talk about growth, it, a lot of this, um, you know, a lot of this can be done through kind of hacks. And why it's hacking more than a marketing strategy is that it's not always going to be scalable. So um, you can growth hack at zero customers. You can growth hack at 100. You can grow, growth hack at 1,000, at, at 1,000 or 10,000 or 100,000. You, you may not be as impactful. Your growth hacks may be uh, tactical more than strategy. And so I, I think really um, the term hacking, is, is, it comes from it, it's not a scalable process yet. It's not a... It's not a um, a full-fledged strategy. It's really picking apart those weaknesses uh, and really going fast-paced uh, to get it done, rather than well, get it done fast, rather than uh, the best way to execute. So you know, iteration is is really the key with growth hacking. Is this like an SMB startup sort of thing, or can a company like an Oracle, for example, uh, growth hack their way through uh, you know a new product launch or something like that? What would you say there? I think. You know, to be honest, I think Oracle and larger companies could use growth hacking more than ever because because of the kind of size of an organization, they're going to be slower than ever to move. They have so many kind of moving parts that you really need somebody that's there or a process that's there that's just like, let's just go get things done and let's get this thing out there. And instead of, instead of uh, going and trying to launch or come up with something that's perfect, come up with something that's an MVP, and then make it perfect through iteration. Uh, you mentioned one of the keywords there uh, that I was hoping to touch on, and uh, perfect segue here. Uh, with regard to growth, what would you say is more important, uh, the process or the technology? I think the process and, and, the, and, and the flow of how you, and the mindset of how you think about something determines the technology, right? So if you have a if you have a process that you can do with minimal technology that you can do tomorrow, great, even better. If you have a process that you know needs a few technology pieces to get things done, at least what you're doing is um, you're figuring out, you're, you're leading with the outcome in mind rather than technology that can help you reach your outcome. 
speaking of that process and of trying to make sure that you have the right technology developed, um, I, I think a lot of marketers in the past year or so have really, really looked at content marketing sort of in a new uh, light and really wanted to, I think growth hacking is really sort of the perfect uh, structure to have this conversation around because I feel like there's so many marketers out there trying to growth hack their way uh, through content marketing. Um, how have you, Sujin, seen content marketing change in the past year? Yeah, that's a great question. So content marketing has constantly evolved. I mean, you think about it, it was called inbound marketing a few years ago. It was really blogging even before that. It was um, SEO copywriting, you know, well before that. So uh, I think content marketing is is, is going to be around for a while, at least that term. Um, where it's shifting and where it's changing is focus on quality rather than quantity. Um, also focusing on building an audience and building trust with your audience, right? Rather than just going after, let's say, for leads or for SEO, growth, uh, content marketing kind of consists of education, trust building, building an audience. SEO is definitely comes to mind with that. Will, will also come along with that. And then um, lastly, it's, um, it's like lead generation, again, from that trusted, from that audience that you built that, trust you and you've helped educate throughout the, the, the kind of three months, six months, year, I think most people mistake content marketing for creating content, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're, if you're creating content and you're not actually doing um, a big push around uh, promotion of the content, getting the word out, doing a, a big campaign around like actually marketing the content, then you're just writing copy. And I think that's uh, that's kind of a common misconception with, with content marketing. It's that I will create it and I'm magically going to get, you know, my audience or build a new audience. What are some additional challenges uh, that you have seen with regard to folks trying to sort of growth hack their way to content marketing um, just in order to, I guess, better troubleshoot any potential problems that arise for folks uh, looking to try this method? Yeah, I mean, the first and foremost is, you know, they get people get stuck with uh, writing. What, what's the right copy to write? Uh, what what should I be writing on? What should I focus on? Uh, I think that really is the ideation and research phase. Um, it's ideation in terms of writing content that is promotable, writing content that people do care about. I think most people write about what they what they want to write about, not what the audience what would benefit the audience. The second problem I see is there's not enough attention being put into the promotion, the, you know, after the content is published, like what happens there. And like, that is really like uh, the major hurdle. If you think about how much time you should be putting into content marketing in terms of like a hundred percent, 20% of your time is going to be on the content. 80% of your time is, should be put on, the actual promotion, the outreach, everything, all the efforts around after the content's written. So um, I feel like a lot of people miss out on that part. And that's actually why I built contentmarketer.io is that uh, I wanted to advocate and, and help people facilitate, a, or build a tool to facilitate um, going and doing outreach, right? So a simple example, and, and I, I like to always kind of dumb it down to the basic form of like, what is the least I can do or what can I do to get started is if you're writing a piece of content uh, and let's say um, you've mentioned tools or people in the article or you reference kind of other content, reach out to those people and just simply let them know that alone 
can two to three X your traffic. And I'm telling you this based off of our user data. So um, there's definitely some kind of data and, and information around that. This is another another great sort of transition into just as folks are trying to build out their content and have, uh, I guess, build out an audience for their content, uh, so too must marketers and people in this industry, you know, build their personal brand and, and try and find a way to uh, relate to folks. So uh, what re- recommendations do you have, Sujin, for, for helping our listeners build their own personal brand? Yeah, that's a great question. And I've been working... Uh, I've been in this space for for 12 years in the digital marketing space, and um, I've been working on building my brand half-assed for the last, (laughs) or really the last like uh, two and a half years. I put a concentrated effort, and I guess what I'm saying is, be consistent. Actually, make a decent effort. That's an that's not just one-off. I see so many times people are like, I'm going to build my personal brand. And then a month later, I'm like, hey, how are you doing with your personal brand? Oh, I got busy with this and that. And, and frankly, like, you know, if, you're, if you don't have time to build your personal brand, you, you shouldn't expect the results, right? You, you're not going to get the results. Um, so I think first and foremost is consistency. The second thing is, again, writing what uh, people really want to, um, what, what will help people. So I think of it as education, you know, eye-opening content that would be something that people have never seen before. Um, I think it's quality. Um, and you know, actionable kind of tips and things like that. But um, I think that's being helpful generally is going to help you build your personal brand. Like I go out of my way um, to connect with people on a regular basis. And I, when I say regular, that's an understatement. I'm I'm talking about my goal actually is one person a day, and I actually hit that last year. So wow. uh, it helped me build my personal brand because I actually talked to people, and what I got feedback was that. Um, Hey, you're actually not just some like random blogger. You're not just some random writer, like you or marketer. You're actually engaging with people, and then you know that what that ended up doing is helping me build my army of advocates. So I helped a lot of people, and obviously they didn't forget, or you know some people may have, but the people that like, truly get the benefit, they're sharing my content, they're recommending me. So it was really like a personal brand. I think is pay it first. Don't expect anything. Be helpful. And uh, I'm actually working on a blog post just um, called uh, a seven-figure inbox. And it's a different methodology than uh, how to monetize your blog or content. And it's really, why don't you do something where you can actually create something of help people, create something of value, pay it forward forever, and things will just kind of fall in your lap, right? Um, So I've seen a lot of like over the last year, things just fell in my lap. And it was not by accident. It was because I'm not asking for something i'm just genuinely trying to be helpful and um and and you know the last kind of bit of advice i have is it takes time if you're expecting to build your personal brand in a month two months three months um you know you're you're kind of you're, you're going to be disappointed person building your personal brand takes a minimum of six months of consistency and really the magic starts happening when you're in the 12 to 18 month range where things again just start ending up coming to you and so what you end up doing is building an inbound strategy uh, around your personal brand where you become the authority. And that's when, um, again, you get the ROI from it. And in terms of actionable steps, uh, Sujin, what, I mean, is sort of building, is building your own personal website, is that sort of p- step one? Or is it building a Twitter and, and trying to make sure you have engaging content there? What, what would you say are, are sort of one or two really actionable things that folks can do? Yeah, first and foremost is find your audience. Find your audience and where they hang out, right? So 
for me, let's just say my audience is content marketers, bloggers, writers, right? Marketers. Um, I want, I found out where they're actually, where they're hanging out. Are they on hanging out? Meaning what sites are they reading? Are they on LinkedIn groups? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Twitter? And are they on Medium? Uh, you know, where are the platforms? Um, you should definitely build a personal site. It doesn't necessarily need to be as comprehensive as a blog. Um, you know, it doesn't need to be very fancy. You can create a just kind of like a, an about you page, and that alone could be what you need. And and then the third step is you, you've identified hopefully by now um, your audience where they hang out, and what you want to do is start going to those places. So instead of blogging on your site or writing content on your site, on your end, where you have to work to build that audience, you should write on other sites where there already is an existing audience and ideally where your audience is hanging out and then they're gonna come to your site. Um, you know, I wrote, uh, this is kind of a very extreme example. Last year I wrote about 300 articles um, on Inc, Forbes, Entrepreneur, and I worked my way to those sites. I've also a guest blog on of those 300, uh, a third of them were marketing websites like Content Marketing Institute, um, Mention.com, Search Engine Journal, so on and so forth. And um, all those sites actually were responsible for most of the ROI, not my personal site. It actually drove traffic to my personal site. And so um, what I learned is, um, you know, I, I learned I'm kind of preaching now is that don't, don't, you don't have to earn that audience. You can funnel it in from another audience. You don't have to start from scratch. One final question here, Sujan, to, to sort of bring us full circle and to finish up uh, this entire awesome, amazing conversation um, is uh, what is your favorite growth hack, uh, whether it relates to content marketing, whether it relates to building your personal brand, um, anything really, what, what would you say is uh, the favorite growth hack that you have seen? Yeah, so... Um, I'll, I'll kind of tie it back to content and personal brand and all that stuff. Um, my favorite one is really reach out to people you're either fond of, you maybe you read an article and you liked it, let them know via email, comment on their blog, engage with that person. Don't ask for something or maybe if you want to ask for something, uh, be very, very specific. Right? You never want to reach out to an influencer or somebody who has a big brand and say, how do I market my startup? No, you have to say like, hey, I'm trying to do one thing. What was the way I, any recommendations on how to get from 100 customers to 1,000 customers, I'm doing all this. Again, my, the, going back to my favorite growth hack, at the end of the day, it's reaching out to people and building that relationship via email or Twitter, I found, or even LinkedIn. And uh, pegging a compliment, to be honest, goes a long way. And don't just, you know, don't take this advice and go do this for a thousand people. <laughs> be, be genuine, right? Like yeah. relationships, relationships are a two-way street. And the, I found the best way to kind of uh, start the relationship, again, going back to this growth hack, is peg a compliment and be specific. And, um, and don't be afraid to not get a response because at the end of the day, um, the worst thing that could happen is they don't respond and they, you know, whatever. Like you're, you, they would definitely not respond or you would not get a hold of them if you didn't try. Gotcha. I love it. Uh, uh, such a great and actionable tidbit of information there to end on. Thank you so much, Sujin. Uh, so how can our listeners find out more about you and about all that you're doing at Content Marketer and Anero? Yeah, so the best way is um, go to my website, sujinpatel.com. Um, follow me on Twitter, um, same, same uh, uh, username. 
and uh, feel free to reach out. I, I'm an open book. I love helping people. So um, let me know if there's anything I can do for anyone. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks again for joining me. This has been such a, a really, really interesting and helpful and engaging and check all the boxes, all of them above. So uh, thanks again, Sujin. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Also, thank you so much to our listeners for following along. To find out more about BAB Nation, including our HR, IT, and Lead Generation Edition, check out our website, technologyadvice.com. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, and only if you enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.